Hi, this is Dan Cassetta. Welcome to Flashback Friday on Changing Lives, Selling Knives. This podcast was created to share inspiring stories from people who are positively impacting the world using lessons and skills they first learned from selling Cutco knives with Vector Marketing Corporation. Episodes feature some of Cutco's most prominent alumni and top achieving current leaders. Flashback Friday is your chance to hear a short piece of one of my favorite past episodes. We'll hand select the best nuggets to share with you in this short form. The lessons of the Cutco Vector experience are numerous, are compelling, and are real-world concepts for business and life. Thanks for pressing play. Let's get on with today's flashback. Today, we are flashing back to episode number 65 with the inspiring Brian Hurlman. Brian has been one of the most consistently excellent performers in the Cutco Vector Marketing Sales Organization. A veteran of the business since 2007, Brian became a district manager at the age of 19. From humble beginnings and through several peaks and valleys, Brian has risen to the pinnacle of success with the company. Now serving as the division manager for the Virginia division, he has won nine national championship silver cups in his management career. A member of the company's Hall of Fame with over $50 million in sales, Brian is best known for the passion and energy that he brings to his work and to his life. The short snippets today focus in on the concepts of passion and energy. Where do you find it? How do you express it to your team? How do you get others to act with passion and energy as well? How does this become the culture and way of being for all those around you? Brian Hurlman answers these questions and more in a short 10-minute segment right here. The Cutco Vector Marketing Organization is teaching these concepts to more young people than any other company in North America. What we do in this company goes far beyond selling knives, and that's the point of this podcast. You can help spread the word about this great place to work by sharing this and other episodes of the podcast with people in your network. CLSK is available for free on just about all podcast players. All episodes, guest bios, and show notes can also be found at changinglivespodcast.com, and you can support our sponsors by clicking on the link marked Deals. Enjoy this flashback segment with Brian Hurlman, and if you want to hear more of his story and lessons, check out episode number 65, or his second time on the podcast, episode number 167. You are viewed as one of the most inspirational and dynamic leaders in Vector. I'd love to get into what you feel are some of the other qualities or attributes that you bring to the table as a leader in the company. What do you think some of those things are? I think first is that I have a lot of fun doing what I'm doing, man. You know, and I'm really passionate about what we do. And and I think the key to life is finding the apex of what you're good at and what you enjoy. And I really, really enjoy what I do. And so uh, anything I do, I do it with energy. Anything I do, I do it with, with passion, you know, and that's how I live every area of my life. All ships rise with the tide. And so I think energy and enthusiasm and passion is important. I would say that grit is one of those things that is just irreplaceable. I'm privileged enough to have grown up and almost to a point in which that was just, it was required. You know, mm-hmm. and that has stuck with me. I feel like I have a lot of grit. 
energy, enthusiasm. I think about gratitude, man. I'm really, I have a, I have the, uh, because I think because of my background and my upbringing, you know, I have an ability to really have perspective and a lot of gratitude and appreciation for the gifts that are in my life, the people that are in my life, the gifts that I've been given, the opportunities that I've, I've been presented with. You know, Larry always told me when I was coming up in the business, what you appreciate appreciates. Mm-hmm. And he always instilled in me, you know, this, this attitude of gratitude and it stuck with me. And it's one of those, I, it's one of the things that I, is, is so important to me. Anything I do, I, I do it to achieve excellence. You know, I believe in anything I do, I'm going to, I'm going to kick ass doing it. If I'm taking on something. I, I want to be a top performer. I believe in excellence in every area of my life. And, uh, I would say that as a leader, you have to be someone that people look at and they know that you truly have their best interests at heart. You know, I am, I'm at a stage in my career now where any conversation I have, you know, I can completely remove how that's, that conversation is going to impact me uh, entirely from the conversation. You know, I have an ability to Mm. completely act selflessly because, you know, I know that the outcome of that conversation isn't going to impact my life and isn't going to impact my income and and my career, my my family's well-being. It's not going to impact my well-being. And so I can really have conversations with people that I I truly have their best interest at heart. And I think that any person that knows and works with me feels that. They know that I'm not going to have a conversation with them that is going to uh, be impacted by how that impacts me. And I think that being a selfless leader is one of the most important things that you can do for people. And I'm just, I'm really, I would say that's one of the things that, especially as a division manager, that I've just, I've been, I've been really blessed to have great people and be able to operate from a place of abundance and not, not scarcity and, and be able to really bring to people, uh, my best self. Cause I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, their best interests at all times. That, that was really powerful right there. Just the idea of removing from a conversation, how the outcome of that conversation will impact you personally. And instead focusing on what is in the best interest of this individual that I'm working with right now. All right. So what I would really want to ask you, Brian, is how does someone develop more passion and energy? If you're working with uh, some young people in your organization, how are you teaching them or helping them to develop that? Great. Yeah. I mean, and you know, what's cool is I think these are, I think some of these things are, uh, all these things are things that you can do with people, regardless of the age group that you're, that you're working with and leading and managing. And the first I would say is helping people figure out what their values are. One of the most impactful workshops that we walk our leadership academy through is a values exercise where we, I got this from my buddy, Jeff Gamboa, where we, we give them a list of, I think there's 386 different words front and back on this sheet. And their job is to get that down to five or six, that they really think encompass their values as a person. You know, my values are, are faith, gratitude, energy, excellence, integrity, and loyalty. And, you know, when you know what your values are, it's really easy to set your priorities. And that allows you to manage your time in in, in a way that is congruent 
with those priorities and with those values. The other thing I think that uh, I help people get clear on is getting as as clear detail of, of what they want uh, short term and what they want long term, and really helping people use what whether you're uh, you know recruiting and managing training people to sell Cutco or whether it's software or insurance or financial services or anything helping people get really clear on what they want short term and what they want long term and reverse engineering it right i think about okay what do i want when i'm what do i want when i'm 50 and 60 and 70 years old what do i want when i'm 60 okay well i need to reverse engineer that and and what does that mean where i need to be when i'm 40 what does that mean to mean to where where i need to be when i'm 30 when i'm 20 and and helping people reverse engineer what they need to do short term in order to achieve what they want long term you know it's about micro speed and macro patience. Gary Vee talks about this all the time. Micro speed and macro patience. Understanding that you have time and that those skills are not developed overnight and that success doesn't happen overnight. And you have to be patient and know and have faith in the fact that things are going to work out, but you have to be doing the things urgently, daily, micro speed in order to get those things to happen long term. When I think about uh, helping people develop more more passion and more energy, I, I, I think about really tapping them into what they're appreciative of and what they're grateful for. And then I, I help people identify what are you good at. Identify what are your strengths. Like, I am very clear what my strengths are. I'm very clear on what my weaknesses are. And when you're clear on both those things, one, you can play to your own strengths, right? And two, you can put people around you who can help you impact, uh, bring up your weaknesses. I'm really good at surrounding myself with people whose strengths are my weaknesses. I am very aware, self-aware of what my weaknesses are, what my strengths are. I play to my strengths. I help. I put people around me that are going to help fill my weaknesses. And I feel like when you know what you're good at, so when you can play to your strengths, you like what you're doing more. You enjoy what you're doing more. Mm. And you're going to do it with more passion and with more energy, you need to be cert- proficient in, in certain things. So I'm not saying, you know, don't, don't focus on your weaknesses at all. I'm saying, make sure that you're, that you don't have holes in your boat, but you got to focus on your strengths. And uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm very intentional about helping people identify what those things are uh, for themselves. That was very powerful right there. What you shared about, you know, when you're focused on playing to your strengths, you enjoy what you're doing a whole lot more. And I really do think it's important for us to find the ways of, of making what we're doing fun, making what we're doing enjoyable, um, because that's what gives you that energy on a daily basis to, you know, to go to work and, and to, uh, you know, keep following through on what you're doing. You, you also talked about the values exercise. And this is a great exercise, right? So you take this big long list with all these words and you just sort of check off every word that resonates with you in some manner and you end up with a whole bunch of them, but then you narrow down that whole bunch down to a few and then you try to narrow it down even more down to like five or six roughly, which are your key core values. And that then if you spend time doing things that are congruent with your priorities and your values, and you make a clear list of goals of what you really want, that's where it's easier to bring passion and energy to the things you're doing, right? I mean, we all have passion and energy about the things that we love and the things that we know we most want 
in our life. And uh, if you can be focused on those things with the vast majority of your time and your schedule, it becomes a lot easier to bring that passion and energy to what you're doing. And understanding your strengths is a big part of that. So there was a lot of good stuff in there that I think people can chew on about you know, yeah. how to be able to bring more passion and energy to their day-to-day work. The other thing I think about, Dan, is celebrating wins. You know, you get what you search for in life. One of the things I'm really good at is finding wins, celebrating wins. I don't give a shit if they're small or if they're big. Sometimes you need them to be small. You need to find the small wins. And here's why. Humans are addicted to progress. And when you can find those wins and you see yourself progressing, it makes you so much more committed to the activities in uh, that move you forward, even if they're activities that suck, right? For me, as an example, it's working out, right? Especially cardio. And I'm on a, on a mission the next two years to like where fitness and my health is, is at the utmost importance, right? And sometimes it really, really sucks. But you know what's cool is progress. When I see progress, it keeps me addicted to mm-hmm. the things I'm doing that are moving me forward. So finding wins, celebrating wins. I think that's another big thing too. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's flashback episode of Changing Lives, Selling Knives, you can find the full episode and show notes at changinglivespodcast.com. You can also sign up there to receive free resources from me and some of our amazing guests. Please consider rating or reviewing us on your podcast player and hit the subscribe button so future episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device. This is Dan Cassetta signing off. We'll be back in a few days for our next story about changing lives.